What's up, going? What's up, everybody? What's going on? Welcome back to the Girl No Talking Council podcast. As always, I'm your host Ace, and I'm your host McMillian, and we are back for another week of beautiful anime. But as always, if you would like to become a council member and join me, me, and McMillian as we discuss all things anime and sometimes manga. Then make sure you hit that like and subscribe button as well as follow us on our social media so you can stay up to date on all things about the council. And with that being said, the council, council is now in session. session. Let the meeting begin. begin. I really hope you forget about that. Never. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, hello, hello. Good morning, good evening, good night. Whatever time you're watching this, everybody, welcome back to the council. Thank you guys for joining today's meeting. Uh, mm-hmm. How are you doing today, McMillian? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. How about you? I'm doing good myself. Uh, got a new mic this week, so that was yay, but then also broke my headphones this week as well. Um, actually, so both of these name. things happen on the same day, so it's kind of crazy. That <laughs> <laughs> is definitely wild. Yeah, it's wild. So now I gotta see how long I can put up with my backup headphones before I decide to shell out some more money for another new pair of headphones. Yeah, and yeah, so that's what I'm. That's what I'm working with now. <laughs> but. Let's go ahead and hop into some council announcements. And for our first council announcement here, everybody, is actually a very important one. Um, so due to a um, our friend McMillian here actually moving, we're going to be going through a slight schedule change here at the Girl Talk of Council mm-hmm. podcast. We won't be um, releasing an episode weekly like we've been doing unless some miracle happens. Yeah. <laughs> we can line up these special episodes. Um, unless that happens, um, our schedule release will be more of a bi-weekly schedule release on here, um, here going forward until McMillian here finishes his move. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know about that. Yeah, so uh, but like I said, ex- uh-huh. I was just going to say, expect uh, maybe sometime in August for us to get back to our normal schedule. I do apologize for, you know, because uh, it is me again, uh, <laughs> but, again. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be a slight delay in us reviewing animes along with their season. Um, we might hit a special here or two, they here uh, a special or two here or there. But yeah, so just you know, try to keep our eye on our social media because um, we'll get back to our regular schedule eventually. But it's gonna be a minute. Correct, and also unless I can just pull something out, you no, know, out my head as well while McMillan is going through this move, that can also just evaluate. You know, the schedule changed a little bit. Who knows what I can come up with this during this time. We'll see what I can do. Um, but just want to let you guys know that, yes, there will be a slight schedule change until, like you said, around the time of August where we get back to a um, weekly release. Mm-hmm. But moving on from there, our second anime news episode is live now currently. So if you've not yet had a chance to go watch that, please do so. One of the major, Some of the major topics we talk about is the part two of the Chainsaw Manga, as well as um, another new Netflix anime called Moonrise and the Avatar um, Studios movies that they're coming out with as well. So mm-hmm. um, definitely go check that out as well if you have not yet had a chance to do so. And then last but not least, I just wanted to talk about this because we've been, if you've been here watching the, you know, the podcast recently, you know, this our last few specials have been Netflix um, animes. And so I, I just want to go ahead and make this official. We will be doing a Netflix anime series 
um, review. Basically, that we're going to be doing. We're, I have, we talked about it. We're going to be doing it on a bi-weekly um, st- um, release schedule, along with our regular weekly release schedule. So, um, of course, you know, uh, obviously, once we get back to our regular, you know, schedule of release, um, the Netflix series, whether it be a anime movie review or a Netflix anime series review, um, those will be coming out on a bi-weekly um, release schedule. Mm-hmm. So definitely be looking out to those every every two weeks. Yep, yep. And with that being said, that is the end of our council announcements here. So we're going to go ahead and jump into our first anime review we have here for today, starting off with Spy Family, the finale, actually, of Spy Family Episode 12, or as I like to call it, Anju gets reincarnated as an assassin. Who was also a wife. I was wondering if you were going to remember to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Can't forget it. Got to remember for the finale. So we're just going to talk about some of the major plot points here for episode 12. Starting off with our boy Lloyd here is one tired motherfucker. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, Oh, but before we go further, uh, the episode title is Penguin Park. Uh, Uh, Let me not forget to do that. Um, But yeah, Lloyd uh, is getting overworked and possibly underpaid i'm not sure uh, <laughs> who knows uh, who knows but uh, he, did, he did not specify right. he was getting paid extra doing these extra missions on top of operation streaks he did not specify that no, but the boy <laughs> so, the man looks like death that's all i know so what we open up on uh because apparently on top of operation Strix, he's been having to go out and do missions and he says due to the fact of like the agency not having as many uh people to send anymore like because they're kind of stretched in with the whole you know threat of war uh happening so yeah so he's dealing with that and unfortunately during his time while he's taking on these extra missions and stuff like that his neighbors are starting to suspect that he is cheating and that he is not being a good father to both his husband and as well as a father to Mm -hmm. his family and so to (laughs) kind of elevate that (laughs) on both charges on both charges (laughs) so to kind of evaluate that um that suspicion if you will he decided to go on another ooting is and they're gonna go to the aquarium this time um i actually like going to the aquarium i think it's a nice common time to go do and it's also fun to look at all the different um fishes and other aquatic animals if you will or species not animals aquatic species <laughs> that is that is out in the world because you know i also, also i always learn something new when i go to an aquarium so yeah, that's one of it, my favorite things i like to do when i go on vacation yeah i also like like uh the events that aquariums only have too because like you sometimes i'll be like oh we just discovered this marine animal and i'm like God, that, like they drop <laughs> they drop a new animals like every month drop, new, <laughs> drop new animals every time i go to the aquarium <laughs> so uh, I, I was. This is was a very relaxing type of episode, nice and chill. Um, mm-hmm. Like it even started with a recap, which I mean, yeah, I have mixed feelings about a little bit, but it was you know I think it served its point and purpose. And uh, but like <clears throat> to expound upon what happens, you know, in the episode, as as such, Lloyd getting overworked. The moment he goes to, like the train station to take his family to this aquarium. Um, there's a note saying like <laughs> you have to do another mission, and Lloyd is like, "Come on, y'all, let's stop this!" Like, I, I, I was like, "It's this is more important. I gotta spend time with the family. I gotta make sure we look good." And there was like, and he you and look there was good. <laughs> and they were like, "Nah, man." I was like, "You can't, you can't say no. You gotta do this." He's like, "I'm going to the aquarium," and there was like, "Aquarium, you say?" <laughs> I can't believe you're you're so you're such a prepared spy. 
because uh, that the aquarium is in fact where this information is that uh, and Lloyd has to basically go and retrieve chemical weapon plans, I believe is what they said from yeah. uh, the aquarium. Apparently, they hid it inside a penguin. Um, why? Kind of fucked up. A penguin? But I do not know. I mean, granted, I mean, uh, we learned in the episode. If you, if you ask me, it's a good hiding spot. Um, <laughs> still kind of fucked up. You do that. I just feel like. like though, well, I mean, I, I feel like the episode presented why it's a bad hiding spot. <laughs> Uh, in the best way, because they were like, oh, there's 200 penguins at this park. But see, but they marked the penguin, which we found out later on in the episode, though. See, did they mark dumb. Did they, they mark it? They marked the penguin. Yeah, they put a little red um circle on his foot. Oh, I don't, why don't I remember them saying that? I just watched this before, <laughs> before doing this. I don't, I'm sorry, y'all, my memory's terrible. Uh, I did not remember terrible. them saying that. I, I just remember the way, because the way Lloyd found it was Anya pointed it out to him like hey that one looks sick and it was coughing and you, you know what also before you go too far off that is apparently Anya can fucking read the mind of animals I mean that's crazy could, I mean if you could read the mind of humans I wouldn't doubt that you could do animals uh but it is but I'm just saying but like the way the, the way they depicted it you know the animals actually had you know like real thoughts you know like one was like you know I'm hungry you know the other one was like you know I want to play and stuff I like mean, this and stuff like that do you think so animals just, don't have thoughts <laughs> no, oh, no. Of course they have thoughts. I'm just saying, like we don't necessarily know how animal thoughts are compared to yeah, I guess. You know, human thoughts. Yeah, they don't. We don't and know so, if they speak in English. <laughs> if they think. Well, if they think in English, I always anytime, anytime. Uh, I have all like what was it when I was younger? I used to think I was like, if you know a different language, do you think in that language? Is that like the I, language? I, of course, I would assume so. So yeah. I, I, I just used to uh, think about that. Like, if you're bilingual, do you like? dream in different languages sometimes and apparently sure yeah and apparently yeah that's true I, I, it's very interesting so i'm, pre- I'm pretty sure maybe do. maybe animals do think in whatever language they hear the most like if anya and them were i mean well technically they are i was like they heard japanese but i obviously in the english dub the penguin thoughts are gonna be english so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i just wanted to bring that up because they also could be um going to, well i guess well no she's the way she said it as well, it's she hard to do this because she mentioned that you know reading animal thoughts is harder than the mm-hmm. other. So maybe she, could, maybe this is something she's you know done before. But like I said, this just goes back to what I was saying. You know, last episode, maybe Anya's powers is actually getting stronger and stuff like that. You know, the yeah. more she uses them. So yeah, because she um, didn't get lightheaded from it, and usually yeah. when she's doing something that takes extra effort, she does, uh, especially relating to her esper powers, she does get lightheaded. Yeah. But um, put you no know, push come to shove. They found the correct penguin due to, like you mentioned, due to Anya. Um, Lloyd goes back and actually disguises himself as one of the knocks a, not a new guy, uh, a guy just having to start today. Uh, knocks him out, put him, puts him in a locker, and then uh, has a perfect disguise already, ladies and gentlemen. Already, Lloyd is a shapeshifter. Uh, confirmed because yeah, there's no there's no fucking way. <laughs> there's <laughs> absolutely no way. Yes, he 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 knocks out I the new it, guy. Apparently, he memorized the name of two hundred penguins and their fucking eating patterns and everything already. And, how do you, how, in a how couple do you minutes, do this in the span of a couple of minutes to an hour or so? But who knows? Yeah, this man it. is a genius. Apparently, I, what school did he go to? That's what I want to know now. <laughs> what school did this uh, man go to? <laughs> uh, spy school, which, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, is a manga slash anime. <laughs> uh, coming to a a country roll near you. <laughs> a country roll near you. I'm done. But yes, this man Lloyd has an impeccable memory and just an impeccable brain to memorize all that stuff that that quickly. And he is truly a genius in disguise. Yeah. Uh. So. Go through it. Uh, Lloyd gets the penguin. 
Um, and then is approached by, I guess, the uh, the sp- uh, spy or something from this country uh, is able to see through his disguise. And uh, they have a little scuffle that's broken up when uh, the penguin, the guy who takes care of the penguin's chief shows up and is like, I thought you was taking this to the doctor. And Lloyd lost track of him. But Anya, uh, lo and behold, Anya was tailing her father this whole time to the point where she uh, catches the bad guy and screams out to Yor that she's been kidnapped. <laughs> so that Yor can take out uh the guy by basically kicking him kick the shit out there man kicking him in the head and lodging him in the ceiling <laughs> um so that's basically you know, the end of that um we don't really have to go through normal the mom stuff the, the, the episode yeah. it's just normal family stuff that that assumes for the rest of the episode but um so that's that um uh, one thing that i did want to touch up on was um lloyd how he's trying really trying to be a good dad because at the beginning of this this episode, we saw how he was talking to one of his other you no know, spy friends, or whatever, and he mentioned that he was smoking. He you know he started coughing when he was smoking, and his the other guy he was like, "Have you stopped smoking?" He was like, "Of course, I have a daughter now." And mm-hmm. I just thought that was a nice that was, yeah, yeah, that to, was touching moment. Like that was like, "Oh, this man really stopped smoking when he adopted Anya." That's <laughs> that's that's wild. Like because like he didn't have to do that, but you know him trying to fully in, enroll himself in you know the role of a dad. No, he decided to stop smoking. Yeah, I, which, is, I, I you know, th- which is cool. Yeah, and I think uh, stuff like that is what really I think. Uh, besides just the good comedy, is another reason why Spy Family is super palatable to almost anybody. Like a loving family is is nice to see. It, like you don't get a lot of depictions of that uh, in current media, unfortunately. So yeah. I, I feel like uh, Spy Family, on, on top of being like a great comedy, is just a wholesome escape for a lot of people too. So that was yeah. uh, good that we got to see that as well um anything else you want to touch upon before we move to our dislikes for this episode um no not really it is sad to see it go though i will say that uh even though we know it's coming back later it is i was uh i'm i'm going i'm going to download that ending song and have it on repeat (laughs) well all right we'll talk about some of our dislikes for this episode 12 and other than that this was just the last episode i don't have any dislikes like you said i'm sad to see it go but we know what's coming back and actually very soon actually which is surprising um Mm -hmm. but no i don't really have any dislikes other than this uh, this is something i'm gonna touch up on in every other episode as well that we're going to talk about today the pacing for this episode was very not very fast but it was fast like it definitely went from point a to point b this episode yeah it was quick um i don't necessarily dislike that i will say that is uh it is it that does seem to be happening a lot more with this but it could that just be because comedy stuff if it if you're not following like a straight plot Mm -hmm. uh will have like moments of skit type you know, nature Skit type situation. Yeah, so like for this one the, throughout the show. Yeah. yeah, so like for instance, I think this was one. You could say like the dodgeball thing was even one as well. Uh, <laughs> but see, you, but they that was like just one big ass skit episode. Yeah. Though, so that it didn't feel like that was like the the pacing of the episode was bad. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just, I, I just used that as an example because like technically yeah. it like while it I guess related to, to like it was related to Stella's, which is kind of like the overarching thing forced by failure yeah uh it did it still felt like kind of like side content and the episode after it felt more like main like anya and her father trying to get estella through like you know volunteering and stuff like that so um i didn't really have a dislike for this episode uh other than like i said the beginning is like a slight recap of stuff we already know which i feel like kind of took away from the episode but it's it wasn't i think 
I, it was to more in service to the fact that like this is the la- the finale. Uh, yeah, we're going on a break yeah. after this, so yeah. Just in case y'all motherfuckers they, forgot here, they just, had, <laughs> they just had yeah. I was just about to say they just had to remind y'all what the fuck was going on. Yeah. We got a spy, we got an assassin, we got an esper, mm-hmm. all living together under one roof. They just had to remind y'all, you know, crazy <laughs> times, you know. <laughs> but uh, moving on from there, we'll t- let's talk about some of our favorite scenes from this episode. And definitely, like I said earlier, um, going to the aquarium is actually one of my favorite things I like to do when I'm on vacation and stuff like that. And Surprisingly, penguins is actually one of my favorite animals. Oh, okay. Um, so it was it was nice to see the different animals, even not the different animals, the different penguins, especially the ones that look like the penguins from um Surf's Up the movie. I don't know if you ever seen that movie oh, yeah, before. Yeah. yeah. So we have a couple of um penguins that look like that as well. So it's nice to I I, I enjoy seeing the penguins. Yeah, no, because yeah, I uh uh-huh. as I, a child, I always well I'm sorry because I, I, as I, a child, I always wanted to um a penguin as a pet when I was oh. a child. Thought it'd just be cool to have a penguin. Just in your bathtub. In bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's there every, it's every there kid's you go. <laughs> imagination situation if they had a penguin just in the bathtub. Yep, just put him in the bathtub. You know, I let don't, him out to walk every now and then, but he lives in the bathtub. I don't know how to clean him, take care of him, but he gonna be in that. I bathtub. know he has fish. <laughs> yeah, that's all I need to know. I know he gonna be in that damn damn bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, it was. Uh, I really, I did like the aquarium scene. Um, it was a nice wholesome moment. I just feel like for before the mission started was just kind of cool. It's also funny because uh, was it people your worked with? I think showed up or some or well, no, no those, those were his neighbors. Tenants, those yeah. Okay, neighbors. I was like, and I think and to be honest with you, I think they did this shit on purpose <laughs> to pop up at the aquarium. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> You're probably right because they they already had his suspicions of him. Then they they he they you know, walk out the day they, yeah. because they before they left they ran into him. It was like you know we finna go have a nice time uh, at the aquarium they, 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 I can see it now that in their mind it was like nah let's let's kiss this motherfucking a lot let's them, go to the aquarium too y'all them nosy <laughs> motherfuckers kids y'all wanna go to the aquarium today <laughs> them nosy motherfuckers I can't believe it I just you can't tell me they didn't do that I didn't on even, purpose that didn't even cross my mind that was a good catch um <laughs> uh for my favorite scene or one of them um Lloyd uh trying to reject the extra meal mission and uh failing <laughs> That was hilarious because she came up with every excuse under the sun for him to be just playing with her or that he was lying to other stuff. And then him him just being like, look, I'm going to the aquarium. And she was like, you've been messing with me this whole time. Of course you already prepared for this. He's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no, that was hilarious. And then kind of thing I want to touch upon that was like connected to that scene. Um, and I just thought it was funny or weird at the same time. So. At the beginning of this show, when he went and when he went to the informant, like you know, he handed her the bottle with like the little spot tag on it, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. Like she, it was just sitting in the rack. So what happens if a random person comes and pick that one bottle up and ah, take it to her? Yeah, like, I, you know, I didn't even, I didn't even, th- I didn't think about it in that moment. But now that you mentioned it, I think that is wild for them to put it on merchandise because it, I, it was on display. I, I would assume even, I would assume children, if not adults, would be like. Give me that one. That looks interesting, right? Like, yeah. There's, a, I don't know if it's just like maybe they pass it off like, oh, it's a special souvenir that you can keep, like, at, if you buy this bottle. Because it didn't seem like there was anything other than, like, you know, uh, their logo. Yeah. But it is odd for them to just have that on merchandise. I don't know <laughs> if that's a good business. I don't, I don't know if that's a good spy model right there. Like, unless, <laughs> unless they know 
when Lloyd is about to walk to into that train station. Yeah, unless, yeah, then he they just set it up for him. Yeah, uh-huh. Unless they know beforehand, like, hey, Lloyd's coming today. Let me go ahead and set this up. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I don't know because it also seems like he don't they don't necessarily know when he's coming out of time because like the second time he went. He just happened to be, you know, and he had to go to the train and get to the aquarium. He looked at the stand. He was like, "Oh, there's another summit in. Let me go see what they talking yeah. about." Like, I, I like, I'm, I don't know if they like the if that's the route he takes for work. Like, if he always has to check in on that spot because that's the Maybe. first time there we've could seen, be the case as well. Yeah, that's the first time we've seen it in the. This is the first time we've seen like this exact location in the anime. I feel like, and yeah. so. Uh, but I, my only problem is if I hope they're not keeping that shit out all day in the, uh, 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 <laughs> and, and that they have a certain meeting time. I, I hope that's the case. Uh, yeah. Because that would just be wild. Um, I, I agree. That would be wild. Did you have? Yeah, so, okay. yeah, I had one more. My last favorite scene, of course, is when you're straight kicked the shit out of <laughs> that, <laughs> that thing was chasing. <laughs> yeah. No, that I mean, was just. That was, was just good. hilarious. That was good because especially how Anya was just like, I'm being kidnapped again. They're like, well, Anya learned, I guess, a valuable skill mm-hmm. <laughs> from if the we, last we, time. <laughs> if I need somebody taken out, just fake like I'm being kidnapped. kidnapped. And my mom <laughs> will handle the problem. The rest. She will handle the rest. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it was no, just hilarious. Yeah. That was funny. Um, My last one uh, is uh, basically how this episode ended, even though we didn't talk about it. So I'll just get into it now. Um, uh, Anya was pretending to be a spy and almost tried to sneak into her father's room and Lloyd had stopped her and gave her a, a firm talking to basically kind of yelled at her and she was just so overwhelmed that she started crying and being like I hate you guys she's gonna run away and they were like oh no how do we stop this and they pretended to be her stuffed animals and took her out to get peanuts as those stuffed animals for her and it was just like other people who saw them were like, "Oh, that look at that loving family right there." And yeah. it was it, for me. I was just like, "That's a great scene to end." Uh, to I feel like end this off on because as we, as I said before, the wholesomeness of Spy Family is another reason why people really like this show. Yep. So that's what we're here for. You know, that's what it's all about. Well, since that was your last one, I think it's time to go ahead and rate the finale for the first core of mm-hmm. Spy Family, and. Uh, right, you know, seven eight ballpark for me. Nothing too crazy didn't happen this episode, but I did enjoy it though. So I definitely, you know, I'm just gonna say yeah. I'll give it a seven. Yeah, in my I, opinion. I think it was. I think it was above average. Uh, and I'm gonna give it a seven as well. Like it was entertaining. Um, uh, I I dare another anime to go to an aquarium and make it as uh entertaining as this, as wholesome as this. So. Uh, I have to. Pro- I also have to agree on the seven rating. Um, seven. Right. I-, I can see someone being like eight if they're just like I really enjoy the wholesomeness. Uh, <laughs> but I- I- for me, it's got. It's probably a seven. Yeah. All right. Well, with that being said, it is now time to give our overall thoughts on the well, not first season, but the first core of season one of Spy Family. Um, mm-hmm. to me, I think Spy Family is definitely one of the funniest shows I've seen in a while came out of nowhere. I knew nothing about Spy Family, you know, until it got announced for this season. So I'm happy that, you know, I got to experience it because honestly, I probably wouldn't have even watched it if I didn't get recommended it if I wasn't doing this podcast. So um, I'm definitely glad I was able to, you know, discover it and you know, pick it up because I'm like you said, every time I turn on Spy Family, I know I'm going to have a good time. I know once I hit that play button, it, something enjoyable is going to appear on my screen. So mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely had a good time with the first core of Spy Family. I'm definitely looking forward to the second core. 
premiering in this fall stack season that we got. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be crazy trying to keep up with all these different animes this fall. Yeah. But I'm definitely looking forward to the second core. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I definitely think Spy Family is probably one of the funniest series I've seen in a while. It's definitely one of the most wholesome. Um, and it has a very, uh, I think it, the story serves itself very well as well, even though, like, you know, like we said, there are some times where it's not going to focus on the main plot of Operation Strix and we won't get everybody together, but it, it, I think each character stands on their own very well. Like, I, I understand them and their motivations and why they're in this situation, as funny as it is and as wild as it is, it just all works and it, that's impressive within itself because I, I, I think, I would think if you're writing this, it would be hard to not make this a serious type of action type of show. Like, if I just, I felt like if I, if I was, if I described this to anybody else and they did not already know about it, and I ended off with like, yeah, this show about an assassin, a, a spy, and a psychic <laughs> all living together, it's a comedy and it's super wholesome. They'd be like, and it's an anime? It's not edgy? Are you sure it's not edgy? Are you are you sure we're talking about the same thing? Yeah, yeah, no, like, that sounds like, like that sounds like the perfect recipe for like a battle shonen type of situation. Situation but going on, yeah. It it's a whole it it stays with the slapstick comedy route and it does it very well. Yeah. My one wish for the second core of Spy Family is I hope we get to see some more um of actually yours assassin missions in the second core because we know she's been still going on missions because she'll mention it every now and you know then, in the yeah. episodes like oh man the, the blood from this guy last night is still here or I can't well, damn I can't believe I killed that guy like that last night I can't <laughs> like, oh this that another yeah oh the yeah, all this that another so we know we, we she's still going on the missions and stuff like that so I just I need more your lore in my life. Yeah. What, 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 what is this organization that she's, you know, an assassin for? What are they doing? Is their organization, is there, whatever they're doing, is they going to tie in Operation Strix in one way or another somehow? I just need more your lore in, um, in the second core. Because yeah, we didn't get that much, but the shit we did get to see from your was always hilarious. Yeah, and definitely, like, peaked interest and stuff like that. So that would be, I would also agree, I would love to see more of your stuff moving yeah. forward. But all right, so yes, once again, um, this was the finale of Spy Family of the first course. So let us know, let us know down below in the comments what do you guys think overall for the first core of Spy Family, and will you be watching the second core when it premieres this fall? And so, with that being said, we're gonna move on to our second anime review for today. Everybody, going on for Shield Hero season two and funny and not season two episode season two well yes season two season, season two, two episode, episode 12, 12. Mm-hmm. and if you want to go ahead and give us a title real quick Amelia. uh reason to fight is All the right. title of this episode and surprisingly enough <laughs> this is not the finale <laughs> for the shield hero the finale for shield hero wild. actually premieres next week on june 29th so we we still will be, i know we just announced you know our our coverage will be kind of Schedule will be changing, but we will be covering the finale this year. Here, we we have no choice. Um, we got to go ahead. We got We got to see it through, my boy. So, <laughs> we will be recovering the um. Yeah, that might the be finale a, this year, here, a short little video. Uh, so just keep your eye out for it. We will definitely t- say when that's up. Um, yep. But our, but let's get into it. So this episode, um, not much happened, but a lot happened as well. Um, one of the major things that definitely happened this episode was, of course, the battle between, um, Larkin Gang and Nafumi Gang against Kyo. 
So while Larkin Gang was handling the monsters from the wave, Nafumi Gang actually infiltrated Kiyo's base in order to, you know, go which take I, him down. Which I definitely thought was interesting because I thought what they were going to have to do is like do like an overwhelming force against Kiyo because it seemed like just just based off what I know, it seemed like he had Kazuna's people, uh, not Kazuna, I mean Kazuki's people with him. Uh, he was doing something to Kazuki. I mean, we find out later <laughs> what it was. <laughs> And just the wave stuff. I don't know if how if he was controlling the wave monster. So I thought they were gonna have to like gang up and fight and like infiltrate Kyo, his yeah. base. Yeah, yeah. But that, I thought it was you no know, was gonna get something like that as well. But um, once again, I mentioned it a, a little bit earlier. But the pacing for this episode was also kind of fast. Yeah, as well it was for this episode. Yeah, it went by pretty quick. Uh, <laughs> but it was entertaining. I'll say that at least. Like it, uh, the. The fights weren't that dynamic, but they did, I felt like, served uh They served, served this purpose. purpose, I guess, if you can say that. Um, I will say, I, will, I do want to say this, and I'm going to go ahead and jump straight to this. Um, Keo's death was very anticlimactic for me. Oh, okay. We're jumping straight there. So We're jumping straight there. Yeah, I'm going to just time, I'm gonna just time steps this in case you want to put the scene in. Um, but... Yeah, it, uh, I don't know what to make of, like, why they did it like that. Like, it was cool to see the beam clash and everything. It was cool. Uh, like, the setup, like, after the rash shield and all that stuff. But it didn't feel like anything. Like, it felt like, like the fact, one, Risha beat his like, almost got, <laughs> almost killed him herself. Again. And then she kind of like backed off and like Kyo and now Fumi do they beam clash. And I was just like, all right, I guess. So I don't know what the point of this was, but hey. Cause, cause he had to be the hero, not her. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that, that was, was the purpose of what that was. was. Um, but, yeah, but it was definitely, definitely it was very, yeah. very anticlimactic. It was like, like, a, they just did like a the thing. It was like between, they just did a thing. The fight between Risha and Kyo was better than this fight that happened. Yeah. This episode. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I just, I just don't understand. Like they've been building this up for so long, I just don't understand how we went out this sad like this. Um, but like, because like Keo didn't do anything, but that one big being, he like he shot a few blasts at um Risha, but she quickly you know stopped his ass again, and then he had that one beam struggle with Nafumi, and you know that was it. And I was just like, I was just so distraught. Like, is this it? Like, this is how he goes out? But one like, thing. That I do want to point out, though, you know, with Kyo's now mm-hmm. dead. Um, at the beginning of this episode, we got we started getting some flashbacks from both Kyo and Nafumi, and Nafumi. You know, in their previous worlds, and so it appears that Kyo actually got reincarnated into this world because we saw in the flashbacks from the beginning of the episode that you no, know, he used to be a gamer just like Nafumi, but um, his life started going to shit because people started hacking him and stuff like that, and he. From what it appears that they showed is that he actually committed suicide. It was yeah, I was not sure, but I was very. It was weird because I was like, he jumped from his window, but we they never showed how big his building was. So I was like, yeah. was that a debt? Like, was he just trying to get away? Was that him trying to kill himself? I was not sure, but yeah, he probably you you might be correct. He probably did get reincarnated into this world. I I definitely liked, um. What they did at the beginning, because uh, every uh, there's an uh, in writing for like villains and heroes, uh, the vil- a good villain is always usually a foil to the hero, like the opposite. Like they have a common similarity, but they're usually the opposite. And it was good to see that Kyo and Alfumi had similarities that like they both like gaming. But the thing was, when Kyo played games, he did it to feel superior 
and like to other people, to yeah. other, and, and like make him seem like he would stand out, like and rule over stuff like that. And now Fumi's goal when he came was just to relax, like he enjoy yeah. himself because it, like we, self we, shit. We also so, found out now that you're bringing that up. Now Fumi was also when he was playing the games, he was basically a merchant as well. He sold. Mm-hmm. No items for most part of his time. He he did also go on like you no know, dungeon raids and do stuff like that as well. But most of his time was spent actually selling items, which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting to you know his overall I think, character. Yeah, I, I think it just shows that uh, it's just another layer to show. Now, Fumi didn't wasn't really for like confrontation, a confrontational person, and like the stuff that happened when he first made it here really might have like changed. Well, yeah. it didn't seem like it changed him that much, but it definitely had an effect on like who he was as a person. But he's mm-hmm. still at his core just a good dude. Like he's just trying to get by. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Now I have another topic I want to talk about. But before I do that, I want to give you a chance to talk about anything you wanted to talk about. Um, let's get into the Kazuki stuff, I guess, <laughs> since we kind of <laughs> jumped over that. Uh, because that's only the that's the only other major thing I feel like for this episode. Unless, uh-huh. uh, depending on what you bring up, but so yeah, they uh Keo resurrected Kazuki as a homunculus. Which we knew he wasn't gonna come back. Yeah, he was, himself. You, I, I, you, you was you hit the nail on the head with that one. I was like, episode. "There's no." I was like, "I don't think he has that ability." <laughs> I, that would be wild. Um, and trapped his soul. So he trapped his soul in that mirror, right? That was so. From that was what he said. The way they explained it, it was like Kizuki was already dead, mm-hmm. and what he did was he trapped the soul of the mirror vessel weapon user inside of Kizuki's body. Why? Uh, I don't know. Like, that, did he yeah. have to trap his soul in Kizuki's body in order to make him do whatever he want him to do? Like, in order to actually fully control him? Like, they didn't explain okay, that. Okay, I wasn't like, sure if he said... Yeah. I, I wasn't sure if it was someone else's soul or his soul. So, thank you for clearing that up. But <laughs> that that was... why I, I, That fight could have also been more, I felt like. Uh, yeah, they ended that very quickly. Rataya beat his uh, assistants who allowed themselves to be turned into Chimera. Fucking wild and idiotic. That is, I don't know why they was like cool with that. They also had a self-destruct sword, but now Fumi took care of basically that. Um, they're still alive, but they had to re-kill Kazuki, and it didn't feel... as It didn't feel like it was as dynamic, I feel like, as it could have been, especially since Philo and Raph have to fight him. I, but yeah. I do, you know, it was entertaining at least, and it, I felt like it was a little bit better than now Fumi's fight versus Kyo. Like I it, it, it did, it, they did a lot more with it. It just I felt like, considering the fact they felt like they had to have Philo and Rav fight him, I just felt like they, <laughs> there should have been more. Yeah, and I guess on the bright side, those girls, um, even though they lost Kazuki, they did get a, a small little power up because I mean, one of them looks like mirrors for the rest of their lives. One of them looks like half a tiger. She, I think she's going to regret that. <laughs> I think she's going to regret that in jail. But the strength, she the power that she gets from being half a tiger, though. <laughs> It was all look. You gotta look at the bright side of things, okay? That's, I that's mean, all I'm I guess. To say. <laughs> that's all I'm trying to say. Yes, we may have lost Kazuki, but look at the cool powers we got, though. <laughs> Form of a tiger claw, I guess. I don't um, know. <laughs> but yeah. But um, one of the last things that I wanted to touch up on for this episode, I got two things actually. Um, but a few episodes ago, we mentioned that actually the episode when he got. The tortoise heart shield. We, I mentioned that, you know, do you think, you know, this is the end of the rat shield? You know, are we never going to see it again? So I just want to reiterate my part of the story, if you will. <laughs> oh yes, the rat shield is still here. Or my part of the argument, whatever you want to call it. Yes, yeah. the rat shield is still here. 
But as we saw this episode, Ose popped her ass back up again and told his ass, you don't have to use this shit no more, my guy. You got, I gave you the tortoise shield for a reason. So once again, this this makes me think that the tortoise shield will be the replacement for the wrath shield unless something just real crazy happens where he gets, you know, very angry again and just makes the wrath shield comes back out, especially for the fact that now he knows that the dragon is tr- basically trying to take over his goddamn body whenever he uses yeah. the wrath shield. Uh, I, you know, it's interesting. I thought for a second when he brought the wrath shield out that the dragon was going to be the dragon of this world. I thought that was going to be happening. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool twist, but it, it wasn't the thing. And I was like, dang. <laughs> um, but I, 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 I uh, I'm not gonna argue with you at this point. Like, it, this fully proves that that's <laughs> most likely the case now. Uh, and also, I guess the beam can charge faster than what it did before. Now it's it because it almost seemed to launch instantly in the same type of velocity. I, yeah. I guess it depends on how much now, how good now, now Fumi's feeling. Yeah. Uh, determine so how uh, the rap shield will only now come out, in my opinion, for very extreme circumstances. Case, yeah. Especially now yeah. that now Fumi knows is trying to fuck him over. <laughs> yeah, it's basically it, in my opinion, it's just be like a last resort thing. Like I have no choice but to use the rap shield because of what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. That I got to bring it back out. Like that's what I see the rap shield being now. It's basically just our last resort type yeah. thing, deal going on now. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, it looks like we're going to start seeing more of the Tortoise Heart Shield and hopefully start seeing more of what the Tortoise Heart Shield can do because I, I hope that it's not it's just not a just... damn being that it can do. I hope it can do more yeah, than I would, that. I would hope so. I mean, it came from a divine beast, so I would yeah. hope that it has more than just giant laser. Considering, <laughs> considering the, tortoise, the, the, the spirit tortoise itself had more than just that, you know? That, that as well, yeah. And, so, and then the very last thing that I wanted to touch upon is... Um, so the way they um you know did this episode, they made it seem like it was finale for whatever reason, but we know it's not a finale. It, it didn't have an ending song. It's a finale. It might have been, <laughs> but hey. But at the very end of that, you know, the episode, Nafumi is, you know, giving his last little spiel and whatnot, he mentioned that the next Guardian Beast that is gonna awaken is, is the, the Phoenix, Phoenix Guardian. And Beast. I don't I don't know if he was saying like he's going to personally make sure that it awakens or that he was going to look yes. out for the fact for that. My, so my thing is, and I guess this also ties into like the thing that Kia was saying in his diff, because he mentioned like, you think you got it easy now, but you don't know like what's coming. Some, something along those lines. So those weren't his exact words, but oh, something yeah. along those lines. So Kia knows something else about the world that's, you know, going on that uh, at least that the heroes don't know about. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, is it, does that have to do with like these guardian beasts? Like, and if it is with the Guardian Bees, I mean, poss- why the hell are the Guardian Bees, everyone besides the Philillo Queen, trying to destroy the goddamn world? Yeah, that is a good question. Because, well, the Guardian Bees, it seems like from Justice Spirit Tours, are supposed to be last resort options, and they weren't very well thought out last resort options, because it seems like it's either the waves destroy it, or we destroy it. One of the goddamn <laughs> two. That's, that's, Pick that's, one. <laughs> that's the options. So, um, And I'm... And I'm thinking that they also might be tied to other worlds, considering the fact that, like, uh, the dimensional wave thing that, that Kyo started, uh, all that other stuff. So, it's interesting. That, uh, it'll be interesting to see when this show comes back, like, how the Phoenix uh, Divine Beast is all going to tie into this, if that's, what, if that's the route we're taking. But, um, what do I want to say? Oh, an interesting thing that was, I think, was kind of cool with the slideshow, at least. There was... Uh-huh. Did you notice it was they introduced a female character that I don't think we've seen before? 
Yeah, she was like fighting in some type of arena. arena? Yeah, it's, it's right when she it was, it was right when he mentioned the next Guardian Beast is going to wake into Phoenix, and they showed her. And I was um, like, just fighting in the arena. So I'm yeah. like, maybe episode 13 will be about them meeting her or something, and maybe she has some maybe, ties yeah. to the Phoenix. But, to the Phoenix, something. Yeah. Uh, it definitely. If if now Fumi's not going after to destroy them, maybe he's trying to get the representatives like Os, uh, like Os people on his side or something like that. So basically, like yeah. if something like this ever happens again, he'll be ready. He'll he'll be ready to know what to do, uh, yeah. you know. I agree, but yeah, like I said, I just thought that was interesting. Like, it, just apparently, the Guardian Beast plays, is going to play more plays more of a major role in this series than we initially thought, and they're gonna keep coming. And they didn't say this was the last Guardian Beast; they just said the next Guardian Beast. So there's more. There's even more out there. Uh, yeah. So, so I, it'll be. We'll have to just see what how this goes for it because I was just like unless. And Akio sent another person to the world to fuck with the Guardian Beast. I'm not sure why we have to be concerned about the Phoenix. But <laughs> if you mention it, yeah, big dog, I'll, I'll pay attention. I guess. <laughs> you know? yeah, I guess guess we'll see what's going on. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that was like all the major topics that I wanted to discuss for episode 12. Well, I guess, well, no, I have one more and I'm going to touch up on this real quick. We talked about it, but it does look like it does appear that Ratalia gets to keep her. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I was one i knew i forgot something her, the, she's still the katana hero i guess but i'm wondering does the sword still work like it would oh well, never mind it, i guess it would because lark and glass can use they, their stuff yeah un, without problem and so did keo yeah I, that's it that's gonna be interesting uh because i don't know the slave seal doesn't work anymore so i guess reptilia is just gonna be leveling up independently yeah. Um, also, I mean, well, they, well, they always leveled up independently. It's just they it helped well, them uh, yeah. Fast, I, I, but I thought it was, that was because, like, now Fumi, you know, now some of now Fumi's XP from him fighting yeah, stuff went was to going him, to them. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what was I gonna say? But uh, I did. Uh, speaking of the slave stuff, though, I like how Keo called him out on that shit. He was like, <laughs> "You have friends. You call them friends, but you keep putting slave marks on well, them." Well, and well, I was well, like, well, but, "But in his defense, though." The, at the time, he was not going to put the Slay Chris on Ratelli. She was like, no, I want this shit. So, yeah, I that's, mean, I that's, guess that was I that went on the first time. Not, yes. But the second time, no, I'm not, I'm not, on her. I'm not saying he, I'm not saying he's wrong. Like, I totally understand why he did the, why he did the things. It was just funny because I was like, hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he, got, he actually called him out. He, yeah, no, he got a he got a point. Just, <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker is a bad person, but I mean, he he's not wrong now for me. He, he, he might be spitting facts over there now for me. Like, <laughs> no, I feel you on that, hundred percent. But uh, that, like I said, but other than that, that was that was everything that I had to talk about. I just thought it was interesting that Ratelli do, in fact, I, to I, keep her katana. I mean, I didn't think it was gonna give her upgrade and take it away, but it's gonna be interesting to see if it her taking it to the yeah, other it, world is gonna act any differently. It also it'd be interesting because now that Lark Glass and them seem to have a a, a truce, how everything moving forward will be handled with the waves like I mean, are they gonna like help more of it looks like more of a choose like they damn near friends at this point. well yeah I, I well i said i just said just because because last time they talked oh excuse me there was an agreement um it seemed like to, for them to try and find a different solution than them coming over and like destroying trying to destroy uh the, the way the, yeah their yeah. world so um, I'm wondering, I guess, moving forward, will Lark and, them, Lark and them still try and travel over to Nalfumi's world, but this time try and, and, sure. and try and help instead of, Because, like, I mean, Kazuna know, already said she wants to see him again, so I'm pretty yeah. sure at some point throughout the series we will see these guys again. It's just 
um under what sub- circumstances is the question yeah yeah uh, but so. the 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 this, the future of shield hero is looking interesting i don't know why this isn't the the ending though. <laughs> <laughs> i really don't the way they set it up made it seem like this is a finale i don't know that they did if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but from the stuff I looked up on both it's supposed to be 13. and just other stuff online, it's, gonna, it's supposed to be 13 episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, we got one more. All right. <laughs> we'll move it over there. We're going to talk about some dislikes for this episode. And other than the fact, the thing that I already mentioned, just the pacing for this episode was definitely very fast. And I, I, already, I already talked about it, but just the battle with Keo was very very anticlimactic I, de- I definitely disliked that like they could have handled that way better like how the hell you let the Risha fight be better than the final fight with him yeah just, um yeah. all your dislikes are mine um I just put down like the fight went, went by really fast uh cause it did like I, I feel like for that to have been the main attraction of this yeah you like, this start- was the this was the we came over here for this motherfucker yeah, this for is you, the main reason we over here. Yeah, and then for them to start with, uh, like, oh, look how similar now Fumi and Kyo were in their like original lives or something like that, and then for it to end with just a beam and Kyo getting one last taunt off. I like, was, yeah, like, yeah, they even did that cool ass flashback at the beginning of the episode, and it was just like they was just setting it up, like all the setup was there, and it's just it just let it down. They just they just they fumbled on did, the, on this final battle. It did not deliver. Uh, it did not deliver. Um. So yeah, that that was my dislike as well. So it, it did not deliver. I, I definitely wish on that. So let's talk about our some of our favorite scenes from this episode, and I'll let you go first, Hey McMillian. Um, so favorite uh favorite scene from this episode uh was the awakening of the Raft Shield again. Um, I like we had said it's been a while since we've seen it. Uh, like that, and it was just it was just dope to see it again, yeah. especially with all that happened. Like, mm-hmm. it trying to take him over, and then Risha having to bring him, like, you know, calm him down, bring him back, and be like, this isn't you. I mean, like, she was like, I, hey, if that's what you think of me, I've been wondering that the whole time, but I know you're, this it, that while this might be slight, like, yo, you know, dark thoughts of me, this that's not everything. Yeah. Uh, so. I agree. It, it, it definitely was cool to um, find out that the um, dragon was actually trying to take off his body, because now that adds an extra layer of um, risk. To risk to shield, using yeah. the rap shield because now, now, now it's no longer just you know destroying his body. Now it's also potential that he would just lose, you know, him. He would lose himself. Yeah, himself. <laughs> so <Yep. laughs> the danger from using the rap shield has definitely raised now. Mm-hmm. Um, which is uh, like I said, another reason why I don't think we'll ever see the rap shield again unless it's like a last resort type of situation that he yeah. has to use it for. Yeah, I agree, and hopefully it'll be more climactic than. This. <laughs> But all right, so one of my favorite scenes is, and probably my only one, honestly, is on, well, the ref shield too. So not my only one, but the um the flashback they did at the beginning of the episode. I just think that was cool because we did get more lore for both Nafumi and Kyo, but mainly just Nafumi. It was just cool to get the lore on some more lore on him as well because we did not know what um Nafumi did in his past life because you no know, episode one it just starts off with him at the library picking up the book and we gone. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it was cool to learn some more stuff about Nafumi this episode. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that I uh, definitely agree. Uh, that was I, while that wasn't one of my favorite scenes. That I am glad that we got, you know, those flashbacks. It was interesting because when we started, I was like, "Wait, what is this? Like, did they pay, be back to episode one?" And then I saw, and then they did Keo's thing, and I was like, "Oh, okay, all right, I like this. I like." I yeah. was like, "I like this," and just just uh, for that to, for the episode to start off so strong and then end like it did. That's crazy. <laughs> it is. 
Any uh, more favorite scenes from you? No, that was uh, that the I basically only had one. So. Yeah, because because the the fight between Larkin Gang or Kizuna and Gang wasn't really that. Yeah, they, they just showed. I think they showed Kizuna killing one person <laughs> and Glass doing something. That was and then them getting and them like doing like you know the. I, I cheer, I cheer, I cheer for Kazuna every time she can take out a monster. I'm like, you damn. At least you could do something. <laughs> yeah, I just unfortunately can't hit hit people. So yeah, at least you could do something. Um, and yeah, and then the fight between Raptalia and her group versus the Mirror Vessel user wasn't all that crazy either. Mm-hmm. But one thing <laughs> I will say that I found funny this episode is how they did a father son Kamehameha. Uh, with the with the holy weapon. shit, <laughs> and then O's popped up as well. <laughs> You're right. I oh thought that shit was hilarious. I'm I'm mad. I'm so mad that you said that shit because <laughs> I don't want that to be equivocated. I don't want them to be equivocated to each other, related at all. But you're but that's basically right. what, that's, that's basically, basically what happened. That's basically what happened. As O's popped up, put her hand on, uh, <laughs> put her hand up on me. The uh, the mirror vessel weapon came up out of nowhere. I'm pretty sure if I tell you brought it with her, but that she no that came up out of nowhere. He was like, yeah, I'm here too, and I got I want to get my piece in and fight you as well. And so it was just. It was a father son committee mayor. I can't. Yeah. There's no. There's no other way I can put it. I that yeah. You're wild. You're wild for saying that. That's true. <laughs> oh man, but yes. Yeah, so that is all the favorite scenes that we had. So let's go ahead and rate this episode. And I damn near want to get this a six. Oh, I. You know it. I. I same. I. I put it at a seven because I do think. Um, I, I, maybe I'm leaning too much on like the overall arc because I thought this arc was interesting enough to deserve like a seven. But you're right, this episode really could have probably might be a low seven, high six. Um, cause just cause they did a lot of decent setup and then let that and then drop the ball on everything. Like yeah. none, none of the fights this episode was compelling, especially like I thought I, the saving grace was gonna be the final battle between you know him and Keo, but it wasn't. And so <laughs> I I can't save this episode. I can't. Yeah, yeah. I I want to. I I because I, I it was entertaining. But you're right. It's it's definitely not like that much that much of a seven. So yeah, yeah. probably six. So I got to give it a six. And with that being said, we're gonna head to our last anime review but that we have not here least. for today. But yes, certainly, certainly not, least. not least, the finale of season one of Oh my gosh, I'm being attacked. The finale <laughs> of season one of the Tomodachi Game, episode twelve, and at title, please, sir. What's most important to me is here we go. And there was um so. You know, the the thing for the, today's episode or today's reviews is definitely fast paced episodes because once again, this this episode went by hella fast. Like I Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they was they was this was probably the fastest paced um episode out of all well, the animes. And, of the and to and to be fair though, the game that they played was short. Like it wasn't it that was, long. It was uh, but like, but they, they definitely went, went by it. like it was just like so okay so you know what let's just let's just hop into it so our boy Yuichi finally you know pulls up to the warehouse where they're keeping mm-hmm. um Kokorogi at and he explains the rules of the game once again to Yuichi basically the weak win so basically and it's actually very interesting so basically um it was three rounds um basically it's just a game of who can take the most pain really but the kicker the thing was 
the person who decides who takes what pain was Kokoro. Okay. Like they mm-hmm. made her make the decision. And whatever like pain it was doing for so for instance, um one of them was pulling the fingernails off of them. If Kogoroki chose herself, she will only get one nail pulled off. But if she chose Yuichi, Yuichi yeah. he'll yeah. have all his nails picked off. Yeah, but then also the twist three. was she had she only had five seconds to pick either her or Yuichi. And if and she couldn't make a decision. If she didn't pick Yuichi, pick one, it'll automatically go to Yuichi. Yep. Which was crazy. Um yeah, no, it was Whew. Like she is definitely not the type of person you want in that situation because she just started, free, you know, she she's she's the innocent character of yeah, this like anime. She couldn't, so, she couldn't handle it. Yeah, she all. definitely couldn't handle it. Um, but uh, what I thought was interesting is that the, like the guy was pretending to be Manabu and was pretending to like he worked for the organization, which I just thought I'm like, why why do that? What what do you gain, I wonder? What do you gain from that? Yeah. So yeah. which makes me think that he had to like play the Tomodachi game at one point because how is what he know about, you know, the Tom- the Tomodachi game and stuff like that. Yeah. And how would and him and also, his crew know? Like that was Also my thing is how would my, I guess my next question would be he gotta be some he had to be some part of management maybe as well because now that I'm thinking about it, what other reason would he have to mess with Yuichi for this special round, if he if he wasn't tied to you know the Tomatachi game some, in some way, some way, some way, shape or form, um, yeah, and uh, they uh, at least if not management, Shio's dad, because the only person the he Shio's dad is the only person he mentioned like this. I ain't got nothing else that's important to me really, and he, they wanted yeah. to test it. So yeah, it's it's interesting because uh, I don't, I don't know the purpose for this group's existence other than like. <laughs> <laughs> to put Yuichi out of commission so he doesn't get into the yeah. the, the next Tomodachi game, but which was, um, no, which is interesting. We're going to talk. We, actually, I'm glad you brought that up, but we're going we're going to touch up on that later. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so let's continue through it. So they play the game. Yuichi basically ends up taking like all the punishments, each all every punishments. single one, because Kokorogi could not them. make a mind up. And even though like the last one they offered Kokorogi was probably like the least physical damage. It was going to do mental damage. I can't say that wasn't going to do nothing. But Emotional like, damage. Yeah, it was going to hurt. It was, <laughs> was going to hurt because they basically was like, hey, girl, if you strip and just and just dance with us, y'all can go home. <laughs> and, she, and she just couldn't, she couldn't decide and Yuichi basically just had to decide for it and he decided to take the punishment. Like, he, he, like, uh, she tried to do the nail one, but she couldn't make it all the way through it, and Yuichi yeah. had to take it. Like, shout out to Yuichi for being a trooper, because fuck, like I, <laughs> I would have been know, out. Like, yeah. You know this this episode really proves, in my opinion, that Yuichi is really trying to like not go back to his former self and still and stay true to his. Oh friends, yeah, because yeah. He let a little if, bit out today in, yeah, in he the did. episode. No, we're gonna get to that as well. But like, because he did, if he did not care about Kokoroi at all, or if he didn't like have some like other maybe thing he trying to plot out. But um, if he did not care about Kokoroi at all, then he wouldn't you know took this punishment. And all the things he did for her, yeah. Um, in my opinion, definitely. So definitely. That, you know, it just really shows the really goes to show that he actually do care about his friends. You know, even mm-hmm. though like he kind of claimed he didn't, but you know, throughout these last few episodes, we see that he do actually yeah. care about his friends. Mm-hmm. Uh no, yeah definitely I think it's just this just goes to prove like more of Yuichi's character that like he used he definitely had like a wild dark streak for a while but at the mm-hmm. at his core that print the principle of friends are more important than anything is still stick seems to still be sticking with him so yeah at the end but yeah huh? uh-huh. oh, no, I was no, gonna, you keep, what was you about to say 
I was about to say, so like we get to that, Yuichi survives all his punishments, and but at the end, Yuichi is like, hold on now. I'm gonna get my lick back. <laughs> and says, you got I'm gonna give you one opportunity. Uh one, we're gonna play a game of rock, paper, scissors. And if you win, you rock, get rock paper fingers. Rock, paper, fingers, excuse me. And if you win, you get ten million, I think is what he said. Ten million, yeah. Ten million for me. And the old boy, Yuichi explains the rules, and the rules are basically this. If 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 they tie, there's no penalty. I'm going to just start with that one, because that was, like, the easiest to remember. If Yuichi loses, he has to pay 1 million, he has to pay 10 million yen to uh, Ku, Kuro, Kuroki, uh, the guy who brought him there. Uh, and then one, and uh, to sweeten the pot, he even said 1 million to everybody, all of his game members, and I don't even know how many of them people were there, but, <laughs> um, it, 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 but, uh, and, uh, but if Kuroki loses, he has to, uh, he loses some fingers based on the, the, if he throws out rock, paper, or scissors. If he throws out rock, since he threw out no digits, no digits get lost. If he throws out scissors, two of his fingers get lost. But if he throws out paper, all five of these, Got to go. So, Kuroki, at first, you know, he was freaking out. He was like, there ain't no fucking way. Like, why? Why why do I have to? What do I have to gain from this? Exactly. What what type of psychopathic shit? Because if it was me, hell no. (laughs) But, you know, he kept... Yuichi smart. He kept egging him on. He was like, come on, man. Like, look. Look at my hand. Kept egging him on. And then that's when he brought in all his... um, Posse members was like, mm-hmm. hey, if your if your man do this, I'll give you all you guys a million yen as well. And, and, and they at was that like, point, it's like he can't back out. Yeah, if he does back out. He seems like a, a seems like a, a bitch. Punk. So yeah, <laughs> and also and also just like Yuichi said, I I only got I got a messed up hand. I can't only throw out paper or rock like. Now that entire time, I already knew what the setup. Oh, one hundred percent. I was like, "There's, bro. Like, you have like, to be thinking if you fall for this, you are one dumb motherfucker." Yes, because I was like, "How the hell do you forget that this? He got, you're looking at him. He got a working hand." <laughs> <laughs> so that's basically how he ended up getting them, and you know, he basically made him think that he couldn't throw rock and paper was his only route, and. You know, he threw paper, you wish he threw scissors, because, of course, he has another fucking hand, and, and, and he was uh, going to take all five uh, of his fingers. All, all five <laughs> of his fingers. But uh, at the same time that this happened, the admit, uh, Kuroki was like, hell no, I, I, fucking, I ain't doing this shit. You tricked me. He tried to get his gang members to fuck him up, but administration came in, set that Real boy kid. down. And let, and was about to let Yuichi cut off his fingers because they was like, oh, y'all had an agreement. Hey, hey, and we honor we the Tonga game. Uh, listen, we honor agreements over here. Exactly, Tonga Dungeon game was like we honor we honor the agreements over here. <laughs> so they told Yuichi go ahead and do it, and Yuichi started playing the knife game with this man, and then passed out. But while he was you know egging him on, he was uh, Kuroki was like, yo, 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 no. Uh, he offered Yuichi offered. Basically uh, said that if you you know uh, if you switch with one of your people, I'll just cut off one finger of theirs, and you can keep your rest of your stuff. And, he, and Kuroki started insulting his members, like, "Come on, it's just one of y'all dumb asses not gonna do it." Like, come on, like y'all y'all owe me, y'all subservient to me, and they all looking like, like oh, nah, my god, I don't know this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, whose man's oh, is this man? Uh, um, luckily enough, though, Yuichi passed out before he could take do any damage. Um, but that's well. "Quote unquote damage," because Kuroki later on realized that what Yuichi did was make him lose. 
which is which is his which whole is his whole I wanted, I, well, I wanted to see him get his fingers cut off. I was sad when he <laughs> you, out. you said it was sad. I thought you was talking about it was sad that he lost his friends, but no, Alex, Alex wanted blood, and I you, get it. You started this. You started this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, I get it. We just going you know, we just gonna end it. You started this, and we just gonna end it, my friend. I, so, I totally, I totally get where you're coming from. He got out scots free, but not necessarily scots free because the t- the management picked his ass up. So I ain't no telling what they gonna do. Yeah. Now. Okay, he's detained. So. <laughs> he's he's detained right now. And oh, and uh, Yuichi's biggest fan, the black haired one, was just like, "You dumb motherfucker! You didn't Basically. realize what he was doing." <laughs> yep. And so, but, of course, we got to end this season off with a big cliffhanger, yeah. mm-hmm. where our girl Maria was like, "Hey, it's time for the next game. You got to worry. I know you're worried about Yuichi, but y'all ain't worried about your other friend Shibe here, <laughs> the murderer." <laughs> The Listen, murder bird. And confirming that we were correct, they made uh she something somehow made it so it seemed that Shibe killed his dad. Um yep. upon she uh, but apparently uh playing this game is gonna put them five hundred million yen in debt. Uh because apparently Shibe's dad was that had that much debt when he died and Shibe unfortunately inherited it all. So we end off on the cliffhanger of Tenji and Kokorogi having to fill in uh, this had to go because ten, uh, Yuichi's gone to the hospital or whatever the Tomodachi game people are taking him and has to work out basically uh, how to win this game itself. And if I'm not mistaken, the last game is called Guilt Ship Court. Correct. And that is where, and, and legitimately, we end there. Like, that's the last scene is, is the name of, of, the, the, of the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, boy, Yuichi is out for the count for this next game. Is so it's just gonna be Tenji and Kokorogi playing this next game, which is gonna be interesting to see how they get through this one without Yuichi. Because as we know, Yuichi was the mastermind behind all the first three games that they played mm-hmm. to get you know to get past those rounds. So definitely gonna be interesting to see how to get past Game Four without him, and you know what's gonna be coming next. Yeah. But. One of the things that I did want to touch upon before we head to you know our other topics for this is Shiho is still missing. Yep, and they so, made sure to show a flash of her too when they were talking about everything. So I wonder if she'll make some type of grand entrance whenever the show comes back, um, which we don't know when. Unfortunately, that is. <laughs> uh, but they did make sure to show her like right before going to like the courtship thing, uh, the courtship, uh, the guilt. The guilt ship court, court, yeah. court. Jesus Christ, <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> um, so I wonder, will she pop up and how she's handling? I guess her uh, the whole dealing with the Tomodachi game now, because she seemed also like whenever she heard about like uh, the money being found out or whatever that she had yeah. some type of vendetta my, against. My, like I said, there's no way that her family is not tied to the Tomodachi game. There's no way. Yeah, at least the dad. dad now. Yeah. At least the, the, we have confirmation on her father. We just don't know everything yeah, else. Yeah, about her. Like I, I, I'm assuming that she's in on it as well, but like I said, we don't have confirmation, but that that's my theory as well because there's it ain't no way, in my opinion. Yeah. But there's that, something that's, going that's on right with now. that. Yeah, something going on with that character, and I cannot wait to see what that is. I really hope uh, when it comes back, we get some more answers on that because that's one of the most interesting parts about yep. uh, Tomodachi game is probably the mystery for Shio. So yeah, and then I guess my next, my last main question because you know, we got to get these out because it's the finale. Mm-hmm. Do you think Shibe did it? Do you think he killed his dad? I no, I don't think so. I think. 
some I think uh I don't well hmm. I don't think it was like flat out straight murder. I think maybe it was more like of an accident type situation. Yeah, like maybe something, maybe the Tomodachi game people were like, someone breaking into the house and made it seem like that, and Shiba had to defend himself, and he stabbed his dad, and it was like, he stabbed his father, and it was like, oh shit, I can't believe, like I just, because when they showed him, he looked, he looked out of it, like he didn't, like he didn't even look like he was fully like, you know, like there, so I'm pretty sure they had it. They made it in some way to where, like, he might have killed his dad, but it wasn't on purpose. It obviously was not on purpose. Like, they orchestrated it so that that yeah. happened. Th- that's what I'm going for as well. I think if he if it turns out that he did actually kill his dad, that it wasn't, like you said, on purpose. It was more of, like... An orchestrated type Maybe thing. he he Maybe he played a special round of Tomodachi game. He, he had to kill his father or something like that. Or it was more of an accident. And... Or maybe, like, just last possibility... um. He found out all this about all the stuff that his dad was doing, and maybe just in the moment he's just so mad that he just killed him. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, you know that could be a possibility. We won't know until it comes back, or we could read the manga. But I'm not doing it uh, uh, because I have hope that this anime will return. Please, I mean, <laughs> like I said before, there's no way um, you get a live action adaptation of this show and not bring back the anime as well. I just, it's just no way. It's yeah. not, it, 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 there has yeah. to be a season two. But um, but that was everything that I had to discuss for the most part. I think, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so dislikes. Time for dislikes for this episode. I and didn't. I personally uh didn't really dislike anything about this episode, other than the fact that it ended on a cliffhanger. Because <laughs> I just would, I just would prefer closure. But I know they're just like, hey, get excited because this shit go get crazy again. Yeah. You know, like like no, like we said last episode, we knew they was going to end us off on a cliffhanger. And mm-hmm. lo and behold, here we here we are yeah, on here a cliffhanger. Are. So <laughs> I'm not even surprised that we got left off on a cliffhanger. You know, just from the type of show Tomo Dutch Game is, I already mm-hmm. knew what was I already knew what was up. So yeah, <laughs> this doesn't surprise me at all. Mm-hmm. But um. Like I said, other than the pacing of this show, I don't really have any. This is not the show. This episode, um, I don't really have any dislikes for it. Like I said, I just think this episode went by hella fast. And, yeah, but I mean, it it served its purpose though. It, it mm-hmm. definitely served its purpose. Though. Yeah, it had a reason. I I feel like it executed the time it did have well, but it, did, it you could definitely tell like it felt it did feel fast. Like it was just one thing after the other. It was like but it, round one, round two, two round, round three. three. Game's over, and then you're game. Up. New game. <laughs> that game's no. over. <laughs> so a, lot, just, a lot happened. Yeah. So. Yeah. But all right. So let's get to some of our favorite scenes here. And my favorite scene, one at least one of my um, is definitely when um the Tomodachi game management pulled up on AS and shut everything down. And then how um old girl kicked the mess out of that big guy. <laughs> he gave us he gave us his name, but I just can't remember his name. But she kicked the mess out of him. I knew she was gonna fold him. As soon as she looked at him, oh like, yeah, one hundred percent mess out of him. <laughs> if, look in video games, and I feel like in anime is a trope. If the person the person walking calmly is gonna win, if they move, <laughs> if they're moving a millisecond, uh, if they just if they just look like they're leisurely strolling and they and it's a hostile situation, they're winning. They are beating the other person's ass. There's no question about it. So, <laughs> so yeah, I just thought that was hilarious. I, like I said, just as soon as she looked at him, I was like, yeah, she finna fold that man. And yeah, she basically I, did the same kick your did to old boy to, in this just, episode. It, as well. it just instead to the face, it was to the nuts, which is uh, which is arguably worse from a male perspective. So hey, um, 
That was a good scene. That wasn't one of my favorites, but I do like that you brought that up. Just you gave me a chance to talk about it. Uh, another one, uh, a favorite scene of mine is uh, when you when Yuichi uh, got hit by the big guy. He when he landed, he was like, oh. At least it wasn't as bad as the captain from the third game, which is kind of fucked up. <laughs> which is crazy because that, that that dude was huge. Like yeah, he was he was fucking huge. <laughs> like almost so, like you know we talking like rock huge. Here. Yeah, like my man, my man had muscles. <laughs> yeah, and Yuichi took two body blows and a face blow, and he just ate that shit. And I'm like, oh my he, god, he ate it. <laughs> I, which makes me think, like, what what in the world did Yuichi go through <laughs> to, in his past life to take? Like, a hit from a man that size. <laughs> that size and just was like, yeah, that that wasn't, you know, as bad as old boy. Like, excuse me? First of all, this man is like almost two times bigger than that guy. Yeah. And that guy was big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, the, the basketball um, leader, or not leader, the um, the basketball team leader. Well, yeah, I guess you could say leader. Team leader yeah. was was big as well. So, like, you, you're saying this guy was bigger than him. He was like, he ain't hit as hard as him. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, you, you done been through the, through the ringer. been through the mud. Yeah. <laughs> Um, crazy. Did you have any other ones? Crazy. Yeah, I have one more, but I'll let you go next. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I, I only have one more as well. So the last one, uh, for me was uh the the way they depicted Yuichi taking like those three stabs to his hand. It that was graphic, but like they didn't even without like showing him actually getting like you know his hand getting stabbed. The way they. Just the blood splatter, them shifting like the scene all together. I'm, I'm that was really good. You. This episode was hard for me to watch, and I did like kind of skip through Do it. like oh. the rounds. Yeah, that, that fingernail one almost got like I I physically was holding my hand like mm, ah yeah, and so I, I you know I I hit that you know ten seconds skip a few times this episode. It was definitely a little hard to <laughs> a little watch. hard to watch, uh, but <laughs> I, I just liked the resolve like it showed because like one like he walked like legitimately he said after he gave Kokoro uh. Kokoroki the option and stuff like that. You uh and Kokoroki said, You each you choose. He just stood up and was like, Let's get it done. Start. Yeah. Which well, once again just points to the fact that you which he does in fact care about his friends. Mm-hmm. Um to take three stabs like that. It will stabbings had all his fingernail pull out and he broke his finger in the previous game, the game as well. Yeah. So I'm I'm assuming this all happened to this one hand, so this is crazy. That yep. he gonna, I don't that, that hand gonna take a, a little minute to <laughs> get yeah. rehabilitated because yeah. that one hand been through it. Yeah, no, that's oof. could not be uh, me. Yeah, and then my last favorite scene is when at the end of the episode when um our game master was in the car talking to um Kuroki, Is that his name? Yeah, Kuroki. Yeah, Kuroki. and she was mentioning how basically like um. You think you won, but you really lost because the really Yuichi's intention was to basically break down everything you said you mm-hmm. wasn't, saying that you wasn't you no know, scared, that you wasn't that you had friends and everything like that. You'll never turn on your friends, which in fact he proved you wrong on all three of those cases in this one game. Like crazy, like Yuichi always we like he's a genius, but it's just like even with the I thought what was something so simple that he just wanted his revenge. Always, you know, it, it had yeah, a deeper meaning too. Yep, yeah, yeah. deeper meaning. It's yeah, the boy, the boy up there. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but that was all that I had for favorite scenes. Same, and so now we can go. It's finally, time to break the finale. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's definitely not like a nine or a ten, but it's at least an eight in my opinion. Like I said, this episode was very graphic to the point where I had to like skip a few seconds in this episode. And mm-hmm. even though like that the pacing wasn't as great as I wanted it to be, I think it served its purpose. Like everything that happened in this episode definitely served its purpose. And we got to see Yuichi. Uh, we did get to see some of that dark side of Yuichi. Like, cause had he not passed out. I hundred percent believe he was gonna take that take, man fingers. Mm-hmm. At like, least one. There's, there's no doubt in my mind that he was not gonna take that man fingers. At least so. one. Uh, yeah, no, I I also agree that this should be. This is definitely like an eight. Like it was very entertaining. Um, they got real graphic this episode. Um, but like I feel like the way they showed it just further was like you know the art style of Tomodachi is very like. A, you know psychological type of like intrigue and thriller base and the way they use the torture definitely helped with that um and just yeah the, to get to see yuichi for once like almost really give into that darkness that he talks about having all the time mm-hmm. it's crazy um yeah. something i just realized that we forgot to mention as well mm-hmm. apparently yuichi has a darker secret than the murders uh oh, oh yeah that karaoke that karaoke used to threaten him with and i don't understand how he knows that if they are not related to the tomodachi game at and all see, i'm glad you brought that up as well because i was just finna say like kokorogi has to be not kokorogi kokoroki mm-hmm. has to be tied to the tomodachi game in some way and like you said you just mentioned like he knew about Yuichi's past the only way he would know that if he was tied to, to the tomodachi, tomodachi game, game at way. some point yeah at yeah. some point shape or form he had there has to have been some like and then also like what was the point what was his reasoning for doing this no little special round like what Mm -hmm. was the reason that he wanted to do this like it had to be some type of deeper meaning before which uh, okay i remember what i wanted to talk about did he do did he purposely do this to try and take yuichi out of the next game like was that his mission i don't i mean i'm not 100 percent clear on that but that could definitely be it uh i mean the administration definitely knows that he is not he that this guy is special when it comes to like everything. So, and also he threatened them. So, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Or is it the case that it could be the case that, um, like you mentioned earlier, like he may, he might be working for Shiho's dad. And who knows? Maybe Shiho's dad is like not necessarily working for the Tomodachi game. Maybe he could be an enemy of them for all we know. And, you know, he was like, hey, go handle, go handle that. He, he was talking to you, go handle that. And it could have been a case like that as well. It's, yeah. it's a they left us with a lot of questions this episode. Yeah, like, a lot to spec on, a lot to speculate. Yes, because it's just no telling who Ko- Kuroki is aside. You know who's who he's aligned with, rather not aside with who um, who he's aligned with. It's just no telling. Yeah, and will we ever see this man again? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. But um yeah, so that's the end of that rating. And so now it's time for our overall thoughts on season one of the Tomodachi game. And I just once again I just have to say I, I am glad I got to experience this show. Is what once again you know, it's definitely my favorite show of the season. Unless I find something different while I'm, you know, watching some more shows this spring for you know a special. But other than that, so far, this is definitely my favorite show this spring. And I'm glad I got to you know experience it and I can't wait. For season two, hopefully they mm-hmm. don't leave us hanging for a long time to announce season two. Um, even if it's just like, hey, you no know, season two is coming. We ain't got no release date enough for you, but season two will happen. Like, just yeah. just give me something. Later. Don't leave mm-hmm. me hanging for a long time. 
Yeah, I yeah, Sam, I feel the same way because I do think this was like uh, I probably I, I'm not sure when I would have gotten to the show, but I'm definitely this is another one. Like, I'm glad I started doing this podcast for, it. and we just was like, this one has an interesting poster and an interesting description. Let's check it out, and Let's it turned out it to out. be, and it turned, it turned out, out to be, be a hit. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's always a good feeling when you just pick a random, the random hit. And it just turns out to be a fucking banger. Like. Yeah. It's great. Um, like le- like legit, me and McMillian didn't knew nothing about this. Was trying to pick our three animes for the series, and Tomodachi Game was like one of the only other ones that just seemed interesting. So it was like, why not? We'll just give it a shot. And if it's you no, know, if it's not good, we'll just replace it with something else. But lo and behold, it just like he said, it just turned out to be a banger. And yeah, damn, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I- <laughs> I'm glad we picked it. <laughs> Man, um, any final thoughts? On Tomodachi. Actually, overall, uh, oh, yeah. Again, guys, I'm probably gonna iterate this. Just please tell your friends to check it out if they haven't. Um, before this, you know, before the, the summer, we got a little break. I feel like I think before like the summer stuff starts. Yeah, about like July. a week break. Yeah, yeah. so I, I was like, hey, it's bingeable. Uh, tell people about it if you like if you're enjoying it because I just feel like it it deserves to be talked about more. I, I agree as well. Anything from season two. Like your most season two wish list. Oh, uh, she all secret. I really just, I really want to know what's going on with her at this point. She's, but uh, she is the most interesting thing in the show besides Yuichi himself. I feel like I agree hundred percent. You took the words right out of my mouth with that one. So, <laughs> well, there's nothing else to say then about Tomodachi Game other than like McMillan said, if you have not yet seen it. Definitely go give it a watch. It is definitely and a good encourage one. other people to watch it. Yes, and encourage other people to watch it. Yes, because it is definitely a sleeper hit in my opinion. And it, like you said, it deserves to be talked about more. I know I sound like a broken record, but hey, I mean it is what it is. Tomodachi game is that good, and I'm like like um, I'm finna become what Tomodachi game is finna become my VV. Goddamn it! I'm finna start finna start spreading the good word of Tomodachi game. <laughs> oh man! Yep. Yeah, um, so that that was everything I had. So McMillan, you can go ahead and take us on out of here. Yep. Uh, before I do, I would just like to again reiterate, guys, we will be take our our schedule is going to become a little less frequent. So do try and watch our social media for when we will say something is out. Um, mm-hmm. it's just you know moving is hard. I'm moving, and where I'm moving to is far from where I am currently. So just bear with us. We will get back to our regular scheduled stuff. But we're going to try and release stuff when we can just to make sure it's all good. So, with, hey, did you want to say something about it? I was going to say something, but we got one more episode, so I'll just save it for the end. Okay, yeah. So, um, just keep that in mind. And with all that said, guys, uh, you can keep up with the council on our social media. That is at Gurren Otakus on Instagram. On, oh, sorry, excuse me, on Twitter. And at Gurren Otaku Council on everything else such as Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can, uh, for my audio only listeners, be sure to, you know, like and, and, uh, rate, you know, the episode that really helps us get out there for my, uh, for the YouTube viewers, you know, like comment, subscribe, that whole jazz. It, you know, just helps the channel grow as well. You know, just uh, let us know what you think of, you know, the spy family ending and what you're hoping to see from like, you know, the next cores for these animes coming out. Cause and they left us with a lot to ponder and I would definitely like to hear other people's, you know, opinions. Cool. Um, with all that said, guys, this is a girl. I am going to say meeting adjourned. You guys go ahead and enjoy, you know, your beautiful summer that's about to come up. We know we will. So peace. <laughs>